Hello, and welcome to the Aficionado 4, the podcast. Tune in today for Blind Date with a Book. And Brittany. Casey. And Lourdes. And today is our blind Bonus. date with a book. Is that what we're calling it? Or <laughs> the booklerette. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> well, I don't welcome get to it. the booklerette. Like oh, <laughs> the I'm so slow. <laughs> anyway, we are going to share our books and we're going to share them in a way where we don't share the title we don't share the synopsis we share what we like and why we think people should read the book if you've gone to barnes and nobles or like a lot of different like libraries might have them basically they like wrap up the book um so you don't know what the actual book is and they kind of give you blurbs and kind of try and make you interested in it without telling you the title so that the cover is not what sells you mm-hmm. that's what the I mean, content you get them on out. etsy <laughs> Yeah, I guess we'll just hop right into it. Um, I'm going first. Yeah, so we each have two titles. So we'll read all of them and then we'll each pick two of them and reveal what those are. So yeah. All right. So my first pick is a YA book. Our date would be Target Runs, Probably Breakfast, Flowers Galore, and Ukulele Serenades. And I used quotes for my blind date. So I used two quotes for each one. This stubborn, kind, impertinent, obnoxiously optimistic boy is doing something to me, and it feels good. That's my first quote. Wow. Oh, okay. Doing something to me, and it feels good. Okay. Our se- mm-hmm. And you know what? It's so juvenile. It's not even like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And the second one is... Wait, sun- isn't this next person going? No, I, I have two quotes. quotes. Oh, I have two, two quotes. quotes. Sorry. Sorry. Second Sorry. quote. Sunlight is exuberant. Thunderstorms are passionate. Two extremes and so much better than nothing at all. Cloudy skies are all like nothing at all. Apathetic, numb, the feelings you feel when you have no idea what you feel. When everything has gone so wrong, it no longer feels wrong. There suddenly is no right or wrong. There's just emptiness. It would be better for the clouds to cry or better for the sun to shine. But curse this bearing wall where the sky is nothing at all. Oh, rhyming. It's a little poem. <laughs> Interesting. So yes, YA for that one. Okay. Oh, so that means your other one's not YA. Interesting. Well, it is, but oh, okay. this is straight YA. I guess YA contempt. Mm, okay. There, that helped. Yeah. Okay. Brittany? Hey. Mine is... My first book, Lorette, is a historical nonfic adult. Uh, okay. <laughs> book, Lorette, number one, wants to take you on a date, an emotional journey through the lens of historical fiction where hidden pasts will be unburied and unexpected friendships can heal. To learn the strength and resilience humans can have will break your heart for the unimaginable hurt dealt and for the persistence of people. Swipe right if you want to feel, reflect, (laughs) and submerse yourself in this slice of ugly history. Ugly history? You you worked for that, Brittany. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) I also have a quote from her. I put, the people who matter in our lives stay with us, haunting our most ordinary moments. They're with us in the grocery store as we turn a corner, chat with a friend. They rise up through the pavement. We absorb them through our souls. Mm. That's contestant number one. Okay, okay. 
Over 400,000 people have collectively said she's a 4.18 out of 5. Ooh, ooh. She sounds haunting. Okay. Probably a dime. Okay. I <laughs> don't. <laughs> all right. Wow, we really all wrote these so differently. That's interesting. Yeah. We had no. But it's uh, exciting. That's what makes it more interesting. I guess. So, my first contestant is hmm, how should I say this? So, it's a blind date. With Jane Austen meets Blood Magic. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, mine's basically just explanation of it. Otherworldly prison in a dark magic realm. Okay. This is obviously, for me, fantasy magic with a touch of darkness and dread. Ooh. So, basically, bookish girl braves magic dimensions and criminals to find a broken prince and save her kingdom from civil war. Beautiful, descriptive prose, and lavish world building. Slow I think I know what this book is. Do you though? I don't know, but I feel like I do. I think I might own it. No, I think I might own it. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, and then slow burn romance, which yay. And that's about mm-hmm. it. That's Was it YA? It's there's not there's I wouldn't say that it's anything, but I would consider it YA, even though I don't know if that's what was intended. No, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, my first book, and I just have bullet points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I did not say it fanciful like Brittany. <laughs> um, okay, so it's YA science fiction fantasy adventures in the air. Think Jules Verne, um, an imagined world in which the air is populated by transcontinental voyagers, pirates, and beings never before dreamed of by the humans who sail the sky. An alternate reality set in what seems like Victorian times, steampunk, I and love steampunk. with a sprinkle of romance. <laughs> Just a oh. sprinkle. Just, and yeah. that was YA, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right. So I guess it's my number two. So this one is YA fantasy. I picked the meal as homemade Italian food and cannolis, demon summonings part of the date, beach castle and beautiful dress living, and family reunion gone wrong. So my first quote is, you always have the power of choice, even when those choices seem limited. Never forget that. And then the second one is, a good book was its own brand of magic, one I could safely indulge in without fearing of getting caught by those who hunted. I love escaping from reality, especially during times of trouble. Stories made everything possible. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Excellent. Did you say it was in Italy? No, I said that's Italian food and cannolis would be our food, our date thing. I never said the place. Wait, what? I said Italian food, food in this book? Italian <laughs> food and cannolis. She yes. said the date. That's the date. Yeah. With this book. Oh my God. It's She's so just your seat. <laughs> Like, let me take you on a date of Italian food and cannolis. But <laughs> there you go. Does this have something to do with the book? Yes, that's why she said it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, are right, right. what are cannolis? Okay. Oh my god, they're, <laughs> they're delicious pastry. little puff pastries filled with, with cream. cream. Puff pastry, like a tube. Yeah. Ooh. One day we'll have you eat a cannoli. Okay, moving on, Brittany. Okay, my book Lorette, number two. From the quiet life of an orphan ward to fighting for a chance at a life in the royal palace, a magical and fantastical journey awaits those willing to match. A date filled with instant and forbidden love, hot guards, scheming royals, hidden powers, and lots of danger will surely leave you satisfied. Winky face. 
<laughs> what the heck? What is this? 30,000 people would agree a solid 3.86 out of five stars. And that's well above average double winky face. <laughs> Swipe right if you like tropes on tropes. Strong, powerful woman. And a hot but PG love story. Tropes on hey, tropes. And a quote that goes with it goes, I do not understand why gods have made it so that every woman's lot in life is to owe her security to a man. Maybe if it were otherwise, we would not put up with them. But is silent obedience our divine role? I cannot discern God's will from men's. That's right. All right. Um, my second one. Okay. Blind date with a French nobleman in the decadent gardens of Versailles. Whoa. <laughs> wait, what's the wait, what's the genre? This is why sci-fi fantasy. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. So it's like I, I was about to say, like an urban fantasy sci-fi. Um, Baroque French high society with all the conveniences of modern day high tech to make life for the rich extra lavish and indulgent. It's like the selection, but make it French and mix in blackmail and glamorous party drugs. Wait, wait, wait. What? The selection? Yes. It's like make- the selection, but make it French. Now mix in blackmail and glamorous party drugs. Party drugs? It's also been... <laughs> touted as very much like Breaking Bad meets Marie Antoinette. Yo, yeah. So, if you've ever longed to live in a romanticized past, but keep all the ease that modern conveniences allow, this one's for you. Wow. Damn. That's it. That's my second one. Oh, book number two. It's a YA fiction, dark, gothic horror, science fiction. Tempering with the forbidden, trying to find the secrets of life and death. A prequel to a famous gothic horror novel, A Love Triangle. No, no true villains or heroes. Explores faith and science, loyalty and hypocrisy, love and jealousy. Ooh. I, I'm torn now. Torn <laughs> between two lovers. No, it's okay. It's okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, I've got my picks. <laughs> what song is that? It's a song from a while ago. Anyways, yeah. okay. Ooh, so how do we want to do this? Are we going to share our picks now so, and then reveal? Yeah. Does anybody need a, a refresh of someone's? Like you kind of thought you'd like it, but you need to hear it one more time. No. Are you on the offense of anything that you want to like break the tie or something? No, I no. I think I'm good. I think I'm ready. Okay. Okay, so... I'm going to go in order by what I heard first. Lourdes' first pick mm-hmm. and Casey's second pick. Okay. Okay. I put Casey's second pick. <laughs> yes, that one was so Lourdes good. Lourdes' second pick. Ooh. Okay. Damn, now I'm confused. I wrote three. Lourdes, <laughs> well, can you read? Sorry, no, share I your three. Read. Oh. oh. Okay. Then, okay, I put Lourdes' first and second, Ashley's second. I put Britney's first, and uh, uh, the last one was between Ashley's second and Casey's second. (laughs) (laughs) So it looks like we all would agree to read someone's book. Yeah, Yeah, thank God. I was very worried. I know. I was like, nobody liked mine. (laughs) I love the way you said it. (laughs) I know. You did so good. (laughs) Okay. So now that we have shared what we like so the first one i shared was 100 days of sunlight by abby emmons my second one is kingdom of the wicked 
I knew it. Ooh, Kingdom okay. of the Wicked. Yes. And okay. I'm what? pretty sure Casey guessed that because of the Italian food and cannolis. So, I mean, I haven't read it yet, but so. I, 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 I don't know how the that one. Lord, did you, you also picked that one, right? Yeah. Okay, so Ashley, go ahead for that one. Ashley, read the synopsis for I us. Am, yep. I have heard really good things about it. So I'm it excited. It is so good. I own it. I need to read it. So okay, go ahead and give so, us the title and the author again. and then the So synopsis. it is Kingdom of the Wicked by Carrie Maniscalco. From the number one New York Times and USA Today bestselling author of the Stalking Jack the Ripper series comes a new blockbuster series. Two sisters, one brutal murder, a quest for vengeance that will unleash hell itself and an intoxicating romance. Amelia and her twin sister, Vittoria, are strege, witches who live secretly among humans, avoiding notice and persecution. One night, Vittoria misses dinner service at the family's renowned Sicilian restaurant. Amelia soon finds the body of her beloved twin, desecrated beyond belief. Devastated, Amelia sets out to find her sister's killer and to seek vengeance at any cost, even if it means using dark magic that's been long forbidden. Then Amelia meets Wrath, one of the wicked princes of hell. She has been warned against in tales since she was a child. Wrath claims to be on Amelia's side, tasked by his master with solving the series of women's murders on the island. But when it comes to the wicked, nothing is as it seems. I'm excited. Good. Cool, cool. I was telling Brittany, well, Brittany wasn't impressed, but I was telling her that all of the fan art that I see for Wrath is pretty sexy. So Jeff's kiss. He's fine. I devour that man. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do All have right. that book on my shelf, though. I need to read it too. How does um, it look? Um, it. I can show you the cover. I have it up. It looks like that. Oh, okay. Go and the snake. Now I know what book it is. <laughs> okay. Very cool. All right, Brittany, go ahead and tell us your titles. So my first one was one I had literally mentioned like a couple weeks ago. Uh, was Orphan Train. Uh-huh. by Christina Baker Klein. And then the second one was, again, one I've mentioned before, The Hundredth Queen by Emily R. King. The Hundredth Queen. Oh! I don't know if I... I've seen that one. Ooh! Like and which one's the one that won out for Britney so I can pull up the synopsis? I think it's, I think it's The Hundredth Queen. So The Hundredth Queen is by Emily R. King, like Britney said. He wanted a warrior queen. He got a revolutionary. As an orphan ward of the sisterhood, 18-year-old Kalinda is destined for nothing more than a life of seclusion and prayer. Plagued by fevers, she is an unlikely candidate for even a servant's position, let alone a courtesan or wife. Her sole dream is to continue living in peace in the sisterhood's mountain temple. But a visit from the tyrant Raja Tarek disrupts Kalinda's life. Within the hour, she is ripped from the comfort of her home, set on a desert trek in order to fight for her place among the Raja's 99 wives and numerous courtesans. Her only solace comes to the company of her guard, the stoic but kind Captain Devin Naik. Faced with the danger of a tournament to the death and her growing affection for Devin, Kalinda has only one hope for escape, and it lies in an arcane forbidden power buried within her. Woo! That actually sounds really good. I liked it. <laughs> it's not like the most amazing book I've ever read, but it was really fun, and it was perfectly YAE, and I enjoyed it a lot. And yeah. there's apparently four. Oh yeah. my god. Series? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Casey. Okay, so my first one, which was like the, the Jane Austen, but gothic yeah. uh, magic, was it's called Asperfell, and it's by Jamie Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one I read as an arc that I got off NetGalley a while ago that I think I read during COVID 2020. Mm-hmm. I loved it. 
but anyways what did you think it was actually um i thought it was a mm-hmm. uh, prison healer because it sounds very oh. similar never heard of this Asperfall, yeah i feel like it's definitely i don't know if it was self-published but it was like a smaller book and it's a I think it's going to be a trilogy, but it is Love. very small. There's only a thousand ratings. Yeah, wow. but pretty good rating. I think it's like a four point. What does it say? It's a four point two seven. Yeah, that's pretty. Um, I really, really liked it, so I recommend mm-hmm. that one. And I need to read the second book because I was super excited. But the one that you guys voted on, mm-hmm. my second one is called Glitter by April Lynn Pike. And that Ooh. one I know we had at the library. Yeah. So let me pull up. It I'll does. Read, okay. 3,000 ratings of 3.57. It's, yeah, not that great of a rating. And I honestly, out of the two options that I have, I think Asperfell I like better overall. Mm-hmm. Um, Glitter has a second book to it that I, I think kind of fell off for me. I think that one's called Shatter Shimmer, something like that. Yeah, 3.57. Uh, yeah, not, not great, but I enjoyed it when I read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, second book is called Shatter. Okay, so... The synopsis for this one, outside the Palace of Versailles, it's modern day. Inside, the people dress, eat, and act like it's the 18th century, with the added bonus of technology to make court life lavish, privileged, and frivolous. The palace has every indulgence, but for one pretty young thing, it's about to become a very beautiful prison. When Danica witnesses an act of murder by the young king, her mother makes a cruel power play, blackmailing the king into making Danny his queen. When she turns 18, Danny will marry the most ruthless and dangerous man of the court. She has six months to escape her terrifying destiny. Six months to raise enough money to disappear into the real world beyond the palace gates. Her ticket out? Glitter. A drug so powerful that a tiny pinch mixed into a pot of rouge or lip gloss can make the wearer hopelessly addicted. Addicted to a drug Danny can sell for more money than she ever dreamed. But in Versailles, secrets are impossible to keep. And the most dangerous secret falling for a drug dealer outside the palace walls is one risk she has to take. I would read that. <laughs> I would totally read this. It's I like it. <laughs> and we have it at the library? We did. I don't know if we've gotten rid of it since I read it, which is probably you know, 2018, 19, something like that. I've Brittany, that would have been you. I've seen it and I can't remember if it's because I got rid of it or just because I've seen it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways... Definitely know that we have both. We had both books. Yeah. Yeah. The star reading's okay. I don't remember what I thought about the writing itself. Yeah. But I know I liked the story a lot. But yeah, of the two, I would recommend Asperfell, actually. But both are good. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. There it is. Okay. So my first book was called Airborne by Kenneth Oppel. And I discovered this book at the library. Just I was just looking at books. And I'm like, ooh, I'm just going to read this book. I didn't know what it was about. Um, mm-hmm. I just started reading it. So I'll read the synopsis. Matt Cruz is a cabin boy on the Aurora, a huge airship that sails hundreds of feet above the ocean, bearing wealthy passengers from city to city. It is the life Matt's always wanted, convinced he's lighter than air. He imagines himself as buoyant as the hydrogen gas that powers his ship. One night he meets a dying balloonist who speaks of beautiful creatures drifting through the skies. It is only after Matt meets the balloonist's granddaughter that he realizes that the man's ravings may, in fact, have been true. And that the creatures are completely real and utterly mysterious. In a shawshuckling adventure reminiscent of Jules Verne and Robert Louis Stevenson, Kenneth Apple, author of the best-selling Silvering Trilogy, creates an imagined world in which the air is polluted by transcontinental voyagers, pirates, and beings never before dreamed of by humans who sail the skies. So basically, steampunk. It's like an alternate reality where like, they don't have airplanes, but they have blimps. And that's how they travel and this kid he's like really good at his job and the blimps but he, they go off on an adventure kind of like a jewels burn kind of thing yeah that's so cool i love oh, that. Like, those, like airships um 
like like in Stardust or or we never seen the movie. Like what we were looking for, Brittany, when we were looking for the rule of wolf stuff for Nicola. Oh, yeah, they are ships. Yeah, they are, but these actually look like blimps. Yeah, they, they do, yeah. but shippies. Okay. When she cool. read the when she read her little date blind date thing, all I could think about was Treasure Planet. Me too. Like, yes. This is mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the second one is also by the same author. Um, oh, let me see. He's got a lot. Um, it's c- titled This Dark Endeavor. So Victor and Conrad are the twin brothers Frankenstein and inseparable until Conrad falls gravely ill. In the Forbidden Dark Library, Victor finds an ancient formula and seeks an alchemist to recreate the elixir of life. With friends Elizabeth and Henry, he scales highest trees in the Strumwald, dives deepest lake caves, and each sacrifices a body part. So basically, it's a prequel to the Frankenstein book. Victor has a twin, which already tells you what might happen later. Um, and yeah. <laughs> this is so cool. I've marked both of them as one to read now. Yeah. And I, I just remember, because I haven't read these in a while, I just remember really liking his style so and the the airborne one there's i think it's a trilogy um but there's only one of the dark endeavor yeah yep 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 this was cool i really like getting different wrecks for like i haven't heard a lot of these so that was fun yeah i was like let's do our least favorite oh least we have to sell our least favorite Enjoy this horrendous tale written horrendously. That would be so much Are you saying saying to do this, but with our least favorite? Yeah, so like our least favorite book. I thought you were saying now, instead of picking what you would want to do, pick your least favorite. And I was like, no, that would be me. Exactly. (laughs) That would mean that mine has to go up against things too. And I don't want that. I was like, wow, you're bold. (laughs) And I'm scared. (laughs) No, I'm talking about like let's pick our least favorite like title, half gotcha. and we would have to try to sell it to someone. Does that make but, sense? But like make it enticing. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. No, that- but then we all we all know we chose the worst. Exactly, but it would From be fun because you could never. Exactly. <laughs> you have to try to win someone over with a bad book. <laughs> No, hey, I've had bad books be handed to me, and I've read them. Yeah, but we would know that all of these are bad books. But I mean, we read them. Work. I guess the fun mm-hmm. part would be writing the description to make it sound oh, good. Okay. But anyways, that's mm-hmm. we will bookmark that idea. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so much fun. Would it? It would be torture. But also, I would hilarious. have. I would have so much fun, and then if people like you know, we all have to pick our top two again. And it's books that we know these people don't like. And what if we do like these books? And it's just that we have a matter of different opinion. You know what I mean? True. That definitely has happened. Mm. I mean, I've definitely got mm-hmm. different opinions than some of y'all about books that I actually enjoy that y'all are like, mm-hmm. like from Blood and Ash. That's exactly the book that I was thinking because I was almost going to check out um, the audio for The Kingdom of Flesh and Fire. <laughs> the second one? Yeah. What's that? Oh. The second one. I thought you already had it. No, but the audio book. Oh, so she can listen to it. Yeah, so that way I'm not dedicating the visual, just the audio. I have audio thought about auditory. reading it, but also I don't think I'm actually going to. Are you I really going to read it, Ashley? Either. Listen to it, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I did not handle myself well with Kingdom of the Wicked in my car. 
I don't know how to do with Kingdom of Flesh and Fire. Ah! No, yeah, I think this is really fun. I liked getting um, new recommendations that aren't like what's hype and what's new right now. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I mean, I was looking, I was going through a lot of the book details, and a lot of these books are like early two thousand books. Mm-hmm. Mine is mm-hmm. obviously the one that I picked, the one, the the one that we all picked. Uh, Kingdom of the Curse, the Wicked. Yes, the, whichever. Yeah, it confuses me. Both of them. Yeah, mine are like from Kingdom like of the two, Wicked. Mine are like from 2014, and no, one is from 2005. This whole endeavor made me realize I need to read more books. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I had such limited to pull from that I hadn't read with you guys recently. Or that you I did. Know I you wanted did to use words in Deep Blue so bad. Oh, I know. So, so bad. Many. That wouldn't work. <laughs> I know, but it was just, I, I think it was just so fresh in my mind that I was like, yeah. I need to do this one. I like only, it so much. Only Brittany would be like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone else would be like, Ugh. oh my God, there is a second one. I have to read it. Yeah. <laughs> for what? The, for the um Frankenstein Franken one? There's a second one. Okay. Ooh. Oh, Lord, this is leaving this chat happy as a clam. Yes. Happy I'm gonna reread that sometime oh this year. Okay, it well, has been sad. It has been no. sad. So that was it, y'all. That was our book lorette date with a blind book. The date with a blind date. book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blind shit. date with a book. <laughs> blind book. Blind date That's with what a book. we're gonna name this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you will confuse everyone. <laughs> okay. That was the end of our episode. That was fun. <laughs> as always, as a reminder, if you have any social media platform, Instagram, TikTok, any of that, please go ahead and make sure you give us a follow at the aficionado four, number four. If you have Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please make sure you give us a review or rating. That would be greatly appreciated. Our next book of the month book is The Atlas Six by Olivia Blake. And I know that some of us are reading the older version and some of us are reading the newer version and it's going to be a lot of fun. Lots of talk. It's so good already. <laughs> Casey is one of the ones who are, who's reading both, like a maniac. Yes. And I'm hoping to join it. that train. Choo-choo. <laughs> But without further ado, this is Ashley signing off. Brittany. This has been Casey. And Lourdes. Bye. Bye.